Great to see everybody. Thank you so much for being here. I'm just beyond excited to, to get launched. But before we do, is AP on? Maybe? Possible? Yes. Yay! What do you have for us? Well, uh, so Total Business Group, blue, 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 total <laughs> the Blueprint. <laughs> the wonderful Kevin William Dawes starts Friday the 8th. Um, it'll be from 21 Central. It is 495. It goes five weeks, four on, one off, and then one back on with the wonderful Ray Eikhoff as well. Um, $99 if you've already taken it. I'm not kidding, guys. I did sign up. I, I, There's no reason not to be the best as possible in this market. And if I can take one thing a week or a day or an hour, um, I'm going to get I'm going to get better in this market. That's for sure. So um, that's what's coming up. Um, and I think that's it, Kathy. Excellent. Thank you so much. Peter got the memo, too. Thank you. Thank you. I love when we all matchy matchy. It's awesome. So <laughs> Thank you again, everyone, for being here. So today is going to be a call that I think is, we think, is something that we can all use always, but especially in, in our present environment. And what I encourage everyone to do is sometimes there's a tendency to listen for where there's dissimilarity. And what I'll share with you is that both of our guests today have proven track records of success. So I really encourage you to listen for the commonality. You will find so much. And, and if I were to guess, I would suggest that the commonality is that all of us have some sort of struggle. There is, no matter what it looks like on the outside, you can be looking on the outside and it looks like everything is going great for everybody who's doing it differently than we do. But I promise you that our insides do not necessarily mirror our outsides. So putting all of that aside, just that willingness to focus on the commonality, look for that grain of something that's going to make a difference for you going forward from this call. And I promise you, you'll probably likely find more than one. So with that, I would love to introduce Katie White. Um, Katie, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. We love having you. So would you mind sharing with us, when did you start with Fairway? It was January of 2017. Excellent. Well, we are so happy to have you here. And can you give us some insight into what your units looked like last year and then year to date, your units and volume? Yeah, last year was around 112 and 47 million. So down from, of course, the 21. And then in 2023, so far, right at 46 units at 17 million. Excellent. Appreciate that. Very, very good. So I assume that's all been really easy, right? You just kind of threw those units up there. No challenges whatsoever. It's just been a cakewalk, right? Oh, yeah. No. I thought. <laughs> 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 so can you give us some insight into obviously to be able to get to that and good morning jake did you have anything you wanted to, to say before we got launched just looking forward to listening thank you thanks for being here so clearly to be able to get to that to that unit count and that volume there's been a i would have to imagine perhaps a a, a focus and a discipline um, can you just share with us, give us some insight into what is the day-to-day -day that goes on that allows you to, to succeed at that level? Well, and I think too, for me, I did a lot of study in Tony Robbins too, and priming each day and setting that intention for the day. And that's really, truly shaped over the last six to seven years for me, you know, just priming the morning and setting that intention for the day with gratitude 
because you can't be angry and grateful at the same time. So just always being able to wire that way each day. That is such an incredible point. So that in and of itself, I, I might hazard a guess would be a discipline. Yes, because I mean, we have so much coming at us each day um, in so many different roles. And if you go deep and stack kind of those negative things, it can pull you down. So you have to have practices and disciplines to know when you're starting to feel that to lift you back up. Excellent. And so when you start to feel that, you know, you've lost a deal um, that you worked on for a long time, things aren't going according to plan. What does that reset look like for you, that mental reset? For me, I usually do allow myself, you know, 90 seconds, and then I'm going to change that state. I have a couple of trampolines here at the office. I'll go jump on the trampoline to change my state of mind, or, you know, you just have to know what you can do that will automatically pull you out of it. And it has to be easy to do it fast because if not, we start to stack. Oh, I lost that deal. Oh, I'm, this isn't going well. And if you start stacking all those things, you tend to spiral. So you need to stack the positives. You had a really interesting perspective on on sort of a um, a thought interrupter you have when you lose a transaction to another loan officer. Would you be willing to share that with us? Yes, and I had a couple coaches that I coach, and we kind of had to go we had to go over this quite a bit because sometimes for me it's easier to think, oh, they needed that deal more than I. It's the only deal they're going to get this month, and they need that to feed their family. Or, you know, just change the meaning and the emotion it's giving you rather than and changing it into a positive, like you're paying it forward onto the next. Now let's do better on the next one. Because when we start grieving that, then we start stacking that. And then we're not in a good state of mind. And we're going to probably lose more deals because we show up differently. We're, our energy is different. I think that's such a great point. And something that you talked about, which I thought was really interesting, you talked about the secret to living is giving. Can, can you give us some insight into what that means? I mean, just when you're giving to other people, it brings you so much joy, whether you're giving, you know, giving them words of encouragement or just texting someone out of the blue, just I'm thinking about you. When we're giving those thoughts across to other people, it can truly make a difference and it makes us feel well. You can't be giving and feel gross on the inside. So it's really the secret to living, I feel like. When you're giving, you're on the top. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, we talk a lot about how within in life, there are things we can control and things we cannot. How do you define the controllables in your life and your business? And how does that impact how you, how you show up day in and day out? I think it's important to really identify what you can truly control. There's a lot of things we think we can control, but is that really the truth? No. So the things that we can control, gather those things together and just really define that, what that is. And then the things that you cannot control, give it a different meaning as well. So if something blindsights you that day, don't let it take you that direction. Just give it a different meaning. Oh, 
and you can give it a funny word too. So it doesn't blindsight you and make you angry either. So that helps as well. Our words are very powerful. And so the language we use can impact our daily disciplines. So can you give it, can you give an example of, of what, how you've lived that out? Is there anything that's happened recently that would be an example of that? Well, I think for this, you know, if you're out hunting, it's very important to control your sales activities each day, time block that there's nothing that's going to interrupt you for that and make it in your mind that that daily discipline is what you can control by doing that action. You're going to get this many deals. You don't know what will happen during the other part of the day, but you can control your calls during that time. And what does that look like for you? Is there a set time every day or is there a set number? How does that work for you? Kind of like the hour of power that Carrie's been doing. I've been doing um, what we call a call stars for two hours every day. We show up on a Zoom and everyone's staring at each other dialing. And so we do that Monday through Thursday for two hours. And that is my schedule and everything's scheduled around that. Wow. How do you define who you're going to call in those two hours? How do you come up with that list? That's a lot of calls. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, Mondays, it's realtors that I want to go deeper in relationship with. Tuesdays, it is all the people that are in the process calling both borrowers, not just one, the title company, the homeowner's insurance, and just asking them, do they know anyone else that needs business as well? Wednesdays is database, calling database just letting them know and asking, do you know anyone that needs help? And Thursdays are pre-approved looking. Fantastic. Have you found that there's a specific time of the day that you, you find you have better opportunity to reach people and to talk to them? I try to do nine to 11, but I break mine up a little bit and do nine to 10 on Thursdays and then do some in the afternoon because I have BNI that is also a controllable thing and 33% of my business comes from BNI. So I have to attend that meeting. Fantastic. The value of networking is, is incredible. So, but again, that's a non-negotiable. That is a, no matter what, that is a controllable. Exactly. Fantastic. Last but not least, I, I hear a lot, or we hear a lot that, um, how many members in your BNI somebody's asking? We have 50. We are a showcase chapter. So It's been good. I mean, I usually close at least two deals a month from that group. That's incredible. So something for everybody to hear again, commonality, right? Listen for that, for that nugget. Um, Oh, and and they're asking, uh, what are are some of your favorite topics you share in your BNI group? Um, Luckily for me, I've done probably loans for 50% of the members as well. So they also are huge cheerleaders of mine. Um, But I also talk about like, what are you hearing? Are you able to call your loan officer seven years from now and ask questions? Like, do you have a relationship? Do you, you know, be listening for different things out when you're at the doctor's office? Excellent. 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 Um, Somebody starting a BNI group. I love seeing that. That's a controllable and being in on the ground floor and aspiring to Katie's 50 people. That's a fantastic thing. (laughs) (laughs) So are there ever any times where you just kind of feel stuck? Yes. 
And um, I've done a lot of training on rewiring that and what emotion am I giving that thought? What feeling am I giving that thought? And is it helping me to get to my end result? Because it's important for us to have some type of roadmap of what we truly want and desire. When we don't, we're just rolling through the day and it's not going to be the best life we can have. So it's important to remember that we can, I mean, where our focus goes, our energy flows and what right, what's right is always available. Our mind tends to look for what's wrong and what's missing, but we can rewire it to look for what's right and what's there. So once you've defined that what you want your life to look like, all of a sudden there are certain non-negotiables. Can you give us an insight into what that looks like for you? For me, it's very much trying to always trade any expectations for appreciations. Once I started doing that more, just life became less heavy, if that makes sense. And it was just more joyful. So I think when we have better language to ourselves and really not try to set expectations, but know that those are appreciations and have a lot of gratitude and then have that roadmap of like, where do you want to be 10 years from now? Where do you want to be five years from now? What are some things you can take action on that will make that momentum to start going there and who can hold you accountable? Who can be a running partner? Well said, really good stuff. And then you had a couple of questions that you said that, that kind of help you reframe things when you're in that spot where you're, you're feeling a little bit stuck. Um, do you remember what those were as far as going on a long view? So we, we have, can t- sometimes have a tendency to be really myopic and looking at the issue at hand and, and getting really absorbed by it like a microscope and then taking a long view. Um, and, and what does that look like for you? For me, I have to identify what is a must, not a should, but what's a must. Because what is gonna, what leverage can I use to make it a must too? I do this with my coaching clients too. If someone was gonna hurt their children, they would make their calls if that's what it tied to. You gotta find the leverage. When something is a should, we're not gonna do it. But if we can find the leverage to make it a must, we will do whatever it takes to make it happen. So I think it's important to really identify those things in your life so that you know what you can do to make it a must. Taking back that the control again, such a great point. Very, very good point. Um, you also seem to have adopted a philosophy, a philosophy around sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Can you give us some insight into that? When things don't go the way I think, I they should go. Therefore, I don't have control. I always take a step back and look, what did I learn from this? And how is it going to help me grow? And what do I have now from this to align to make my future goals happen? Fantastic. And then you had another question around, will this matter 10 years from now? How does, how does that help kind of rewire your thinking around circumstances? <laughs> Well, because when we're in that emotional state of mind and we freak out on something, is it really going to impact our life 10 years from now? How much of an impact is it going to have? A lot of things are very small, but they feel very big in the moment. 
So you need to kind of scale back and see, will this matter 10 years from now? Will I even remember this 10 years from now? That changed a perspective. Fantastic. Fantastic stuff. Hey, Kate, Katie, it's Peter. Um, there's a lot, there's a few questions uh, in the chat about your Monday through Thursday. Could you um, repeat them again, please, for everybody? Your yeah, Monday. for sure. Mondays, I'm calling realtors that I'm focusing on going deeper in relationship with or realtor partners that are already sending me business. So I'm calling them. Did you work or play this weekend? If they played, awesome. What did you do? If they worked, is there anyone I can help you with? And then Tuesdays, you're calling people that are in the process. So you're calling both borrowers. If there's more than one borrower on the transaction, you're calling both realtors, the title company, and the homeowner's insurance. You're getting as many calls out as you can because everyone has their own perspective and runs into their own people. Wednesdays is database and Thursdays are pre-approved looking. You're calling both borrowers and the borrower's agent. Um, I, I get a lot of questions about what do you, what do you, how do you start the conversation when you're calling your database? Your database? Hey, yeah. how are you doing? Just wanted to check in on you. I'm just so grateful we had the opportunity to work together. Is there anyone you know that could use my service? You know, you can decide how you want to do it, but really it, those are the best calls because you're just calling to say hi. How are things going? You're just reconnecting and being top of mind. Yep. Thank you. Okay. One sec. I have one other question for you. One second here. Uh, oh, we'll come back to that. Okay. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Katie. Jake, did you have any additional questions for Katie? Uh, no, just interesting to listen to how you think and, you know, turning things quickly, um, having that 90 day pause, 90 second pause. Uh, we'd like to get some shots of the jumping jack thing you do in your office. I don't know about the trampoline thing. I, you know, uh, Brother Ray is texting me saying he's a little suspect of that. So I think that's going to have to be on video and, and pistol. Pistol's kind of suspect too. So you got two people that are suspect on this jumping, jumping bean situation in your office, but, um, you know, nice job. Thank you, Katie. I appreciate it. And Kate, Katie's on first because guess what? She's on her way out to her BNI group. So there you go. <laughs> She's going to go make it happen. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm excited to introduce Bill Murphy. So again, the focus here was all around this idea of being able to uh, to to reset mentally, and I, I I would hazard a guess that Bill, having written his book and how he shares with us on it, this is going to be really exciting. So, Bill, how long have you been with Fairway? Uh, seven, this will be your 17th year. Wow. So good to have you here and, and give us some insight into where you're at year to date as far as units and volume. Uh, year to date is, I think we did like 44, 45 units, a little over 16 million. Um, last year was, uh, I think 62 million, about 181 loans. Fantastic. Um, and so just the question I had posed to Katie, it's all been real easy, right? You just you just have done everything you always have done and it all falls into place. Is that would that be accurate? Been in the business 25 years and by far this is the easiest year ever. No, this is the hardest year ever. <laughs> quarter of a century. And anybody that's been in this business a long time knows that. Um it's it's a it's a, an incredible ride right now. And you know, so many people 
here's the silver lining. I mean, people are dropping out of this business like crazy right now. Loan officers, if if you can hang in there, you will reap the fruits of your labor in this business. I promise you that. People are dropping out. I was just calling on some brokers, just trying to do some recruiting things. Like people that were doing 25 million last year, they're 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 working for Uber Eats and barely doing any loans. You know, like and, and there's a there's a lot of that going on. We're with a with a great company um, that's going to be around and hang in there because here's the thing: Jake talks about market share, and you will get the market share by subtraction of the loan officers that withdraw from this business. So look around you. There, 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 there is a silver lining for for anything worthwhile is is hard. So it's a hard it's a hard business. Everybody, you know, in two thousand eight was in this business. They dropped out when the bubble hit and it got hard. People are dropping out after the last couple of years when it was easy. So pay attention to that, and you'll be the last one. When you're the last one standing, you'll be very successful. So so hang in there and do the disciplines that that Katie Katie mentioned. That was a that was a a, a uh, some great nuggets um, from Katie, you know, w- with her intention every single day. Fantastic. And you guys had a little bit of crossover around around mindset and gratitude. Can you give us some kind of your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, you know, when it when it, when it does when it does get ugly, you know, how to shift that, how to shift those negative feelings is is you know, what are you grateful for? You know, you're still in this great business. You're still, you're still hanging in there, you know, give that gratitude change. You got to change your emotional state real fast because your state, your, your, your state and state of mind is way more powerful than your circumstances. If you think about it. So what can you control? You control how you feel. You can control, you control what you think about. And no matter what your circumstances are, that's going to trump the bad debt. So if if you if you're feeling down, out, negative, sad, upset, angry, frustrated, whatever, you know, better rate, better deal, lost this deal. If you let that consume you and 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 railroad your day, it's going to be really hard to get back on track. So um, I know Katie Katie had a had a way of she sends that person blessings because that's the only deal they're going to close and they're going to feed their family with their one loan for that month. For me, that fuels me to go get more deals. Like you're gonna take a deal from me, then let's go. It's on. And and actually, it, it it does. You know, I don't even need the trampoline. I'm jumping up and down and saying, "Let's go," because we're gonna we're gonna go after it. we're gonna go after it. And uh, you know, so that's kind of the fuel. Yes, there's gratitude. There's gra- there's gratitude in there. And um, so I believe, you know, when when it does when it does get hard, you know, let let that fuel you. Let that fuel you with how you feel. You send your blessings, or let that fuel you and and motivate you. And you both talked about this this kind of this correlation between a mental reset and expectations. Going into the day with an expectation, um how does how do you frame that? What's your expectation when you go into a day? Oh, that every day is going to be every every day is going to be great. Um but here's the thing. You can't wait for it to be great because ideal conditions are the exception. So that's why procrastination is a big problem because like we're going to wait for the perfect time. We're going to wait for the perfect weather. We're going to wait for the for the perfect oppor- opportunity. Though that's more of the minority. That's more of the exception. So you got to approach it that way that that's just that's a blessing coming your way when it's when it's ideal. So you got to put the work in now no matter what. So like Katie mentioned, 
intentions, I call, you know, I, I have, have a little different frame of reference. I, I say build your fortress. Start your day off with your routines. Expect that you're going to have a great day. But what do those routines look like? You know, is it gratitude? Is it journaling? Is it meditation? Is it prayer? Is it scripture? Is it working out? Wherever you can get yourself in the right state of mind to begin that day. And when stuff does stress you out, when things do go wrong, you're in a much better place to handle it as if, you know, you hit snooze five times, you're feeling down and out, you couldn't get out of bed. And then you had a low appraisal, you have somebody beating you up on rate, you have somebody that's, that's ready to walk, there's negotiation issues. And then you just you lose your mind and you just can't get back on track. But if you prepared yourself by building that fortress with your intentions, like Katie mentioned, and you prepared yourself for that day, you're able to handle that stress much easier than if you just, you know, went to bed late, had a couple glasses of wine and binge watched Game of Thrones the night before and then hit snooze five times. You're going to have a much harder time having a successful day. So it's really preparing. That segues perfectly into, and I think you touched upon it a little bit, but what are your controllables? Um, I mean, your thoughts, your feelings, your commitment, your focus, you know, what, your calendar, you, you control your calendar. So, you know, with your intentions, with how you set your day, control, control your calendar. Um, I had some, I had some other your, your non-negotiables should be your controllables. So if there's things that are going to set you up for a good day, you know, if, if it's, if it is your workouts, like for me, uh, you know, it's no secret. My workouts are, are absolutely non-negotiable every morning to help me set the day. And that is a, that's a controllable. That's my non-negotiable because I know that's my shield for my stress that I may face later in the day. Um, your disciplines are your controllables. Your thoughts and your emotions and your feelings are your controllables. So when you start to feel down and out, when you're sad, when you're frustrated, when you're upset with what's happening, it's just your circumstances. Get rid of the victim mindset there and control that by flipping it. And you can easily flip how you feel and what your emotions are by by changing that by changing that state with the gratitude. And Katie mentioned it, you can't have you can't be grateful and angry. I think you said angry at the same time. So if you can flip flip that flip that switch real quick, then you're going to start to you know develop that mindset where you, where you can handle some, some some tough stuff. Really good. Do you ever have a reset day or or anything along those lines, or is every day that intense for you? I'm just curious. <laughs> I have a lot of reset days, um, especially Mondays. Um, no, it's it, it, it's. Hey, listen, it, it, there's so much stuff thrown at us. This is not easy. Let's not, we're, we're, we're not going to make it up. It's not easy. It is freaking hard. And it's just, it really is about doing the work. It really is about going back to basics. But it's also, you know, I, 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 I feel like we, if we don't take care of ourselves, you know, I think we let the stress bring us down, which gives us a built-in excuse not to do the work. That, that needs to change. And you need to do the opposite. You need to let that stress remind you that that cortisol is not good for you. So you need to you need to make sure your routines are good. You need to make sure you're taking taking care of yourself. Personal, you know, your personal care is in order so you can handle the stress. 
especially now. Well said. Do you ever, are you ever in a space where you feel like you're a little bit stuck? And if so, how, how do you get unstuck? Yeah, I feel, feel stuck all, all the time. Um, again, you know, in this business, you know, when you're, when you're, you know, we've got, we, you know, I, I, I'd speak to launches every single day. No one's ever been shocked because there's so many great people, uh, you know, in this company that are high producers. No, no one has been shocked as much as they've been shocked, you know, this last, you know, in this last year, no matter what the relationship is. So, we have to we we have to understand you know where that where that's going with you know it, and it's going to bring us down so when we start to feel stuck like what can i do about rate what can i do what can i do about the low inventory you know and you start when you start to feel stuck what can you do about it i mean it's just a, it's a matter of just working harder building those relationships like you know kitty makes those intentional calls like she has, she calls those agents all the time. Did you work? Did you play? Well, that agent is way more likely to work with her. Like we call every single agent uh, on, on all of our offers, the list agents on all of our offers, whether they know us or not, because they're psychologically less likely to send their client or send a client somewhere else shopping because agents control that a lot of times when they, when they send, when they send their clients. So so do the things that you can do to get, you know, unstuck and find out when you do feel stuck, find out what is keep, what is holding you back. Where are you stuck? I, I think a lot of times, you know, we're, we're told to go do things. And like when we set our goals and we're thrown in the midst of going to set our goals, we don't realize that, hey, I've been trying to set these goals and I've been trying to do this discipline for so long and I've been unable to do it. And it's usually because like a, a New Year's resolution, for example, I've been unable to do it all these years. Well, the problem with that is, is we go just do it and look at your vision, look at forward thinking, but we don't realize that, you know, for 15 years I was held back. So start to uncover what's holding you back. Find out what's, what is, what is keeping you stuck? Is there fear? Fear will, if, if you're fearful of things, fear will, will suck the energy out of you and keep you stuck a lot of times if it doesn't fuel you. So, you know, look at those things that are keeping you stuck. Try to do a self-examination and, and listen to what your self-talk is. And, you know, you know, instead of like listening to your self-talk, observe your self-talk, but I talk back to my self-talk. Like I'll talk junk to myself, talk, I'll swear at myself, talk and say, you, you got this. And, you know, like, because, because I know that I have to change anything negative coming in between my ears. So, you know, there's a little bit of that too. That's so neat. You talked about lighting fire, your fire and passion. How have you, how do you keep your fire and your passion for this business alive? Um, there's a, I mean, I've been doing it so long. It's, it's, it's reinventing right now this year. Um, it's been hard to keep that going when it's been a tough year, right? Let's, let's, let's be honest, but you know, it's kind of crazy. So this is, this is great timing 
we're having, here we are at the end of August, and we're having the best week application-wise, pre-approval-wise, and it's only Thursday, Thursday morning, that we've had all year long. So like every deal, every application, every pre-approval we get still, still brings the fire. It still brings the passion. So it's about like, hey, you know what? The, these deals didn't close yet, but it's about every credit pull. It's about every person we talk to. It's about every yes. It's about every relationship that we build can, can you know, going back to basics, can keep that fire going. So well said. Do you have a specific routine that you follow every week? You know, Katie mentioned, you know, hers is broken out to so many, uh, you know, hours of calling and, and different days of focus. Do you adhere to some sort of structure like that? And if so, would you give us some insight into it? Sure, sure. M Mondays, Mondays, we definitely follow, follow up with all the pre-approvals. We follow up with all the offers that went in over the weekend. We call all the agents. Um, and then, you know, we continue that through the week to get through. I mean, we have a huge pipeline of pre-approvals. So that's actually not just a Monday. That's all, that's all week. And then we have to call those agents on those pre-approvals. Um, Tuesday is definitely, this is a non-negotiable for the team. We have to call everybody with a status update. I don't want an email going out. An email can go out as a follow-up, but we need to call the list agent, the buyer's agent, the buyers and the um, attorneys in our state, title companies, I know Katie mentioned, but you know, very similar to, to what she does. Um, Wednesday, uh, I do a lot of, I'll do a lot of classes um, with the Board of Realtors. So a lot of those are on Wednesdays or of some sort, but it's usually um, some talk with agents. The team is still working on the pre-approvals as well. And Thursday is just seeing what's available. You know, we're still like, I've got, so in 25 years, I, I haven't done an open house in 10 years. I probably, I probably went to 15 or 20 open houses um, this year alone. And I, and I haven't done any in 10 years. So like, it's stuff that you have to do um, when, when it's, you know, you're not too good. You're not too big for it. When you have to show that example to the team, because I noticed the team wasn't doing the open house like you need to. I'm like, hey guys, let's go to open houses. I'm going to show you, you know, we'll, we'll do some open houses. We'll do some videos from the open houses. We'll do do some fun stuff with that and then prepare on Thursdays for the weekend with um, what is available for open houses. Fantastic. Somebody was asking for some insight into what is your, the, what is the complexion of your team? Uh, right now we're skinny. Uh, I just have one, one production partner um, before it was, you know, we had a couple LOAs that were doing some, some of that, but Hey, uh, there, the, a lot of them have were licensed LOAs. They just dropped out of the business. Um, just because it, it was too hard. So again, anyone on this call is still in the business and, you know, hang in there. It will pay off. Thank you so much. That was just absolutely incredible. Both you and Katie, amazing job. Um, also wanted to mention there's a, a book that John Gordon came out with recently, and uh, he talks a lot about this this whole mental this whole mental thing, um, the one truth, and really recommend it about this just being a roller coaster. We just need to ride the roller coaster, right? We're, we're going to be able to ride it on the upstream and just be very cognizant of of, of 
taking care of what's internal to be in a position to be able to be on guard against the externals. And everybody that both Katie and Bill mentioned, they have a routine around how they start their day, which allows them to be controlling the controllables and focusing on what's going on inside and not letting the outside noise impact the insides to be able to stay focused. So fantastic. Katie, somebody asked if you give some insight into what your group looks like, your team. Right now, it's very skinny. It, I outsource my processing. So right now, it's just me rolling everything. So there you go. And then both for Bill, can you give us an insight into how you set up what when you're going to do your open houses? How do you determine which ones you're going to do setting up your route? And maybe what do you say when you go in? I, I uh, what I, actually what I've been doing is I just call an agent to say, hey, let's do a video. I've been trying to do some videos at the open houses. Um, they love they love that, and because we're going to showcase the open houses, and we're going to showcase them. Um, so that's pretty easy. I say, hey, I'm going to stop, and 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 I don't I don't stay. I, I I'm just being transparent, and honest. I don't stay at these open houses. I'm not going to stay there for two hours. I'd rather do two or three and just bounce around in a, in a in a radius close by and just ask a couple agents, hey, can we just shoot a quick video? Can we? Can we showcase you or, or have the team do that? Um, and so they love that. I mean, really, very rarely do you get a no. They're excited. And especially, and it's kind of fun because if the ones that are like, I'm not, I don't want to be on video. I'm like, well, you, you're showcasing the house. Let's at least showcase the house, you know? So you have fun with it too. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Jake, did you have anything you wanted to add or anything you wanted to ask? Well, just, you know, the mindset, such an interesting dynamic for all of us. Um, I still go back to, I mean, the story to me of, of one of the stories of the year is Angie Turley. I mean, when she's done 149 units so far this year and, and she's in a town of 10 to 15,000 people and she's got 37 events in 30 days and she doesn't even like realtors. If you ask her, she'll F-bomb realtors. And you take Murph and Katie who have a mindset real positive because they both do and they're doing a great job. And then you got Angie who has that too. And you say, what are they all doing? They're doing activities. And if you, you know, it's like we just had something come out in the Humda data last, just yesterday, that we were 2.11% of all the loans in the country last year. So like Murph said, that there's business out there. You, you just got to take that mindset where you talk about inventory in your brain and make it small. Because if we had 98% market share, then you could worry about inventory. We don't. We got 2% market share. And that's what that's the mindset shift that we got to kind of go through because every loan we do now is two loans. It's one now and it's one when the market changes. So it's two for one. So just go be aggressive, have some fun. All said, thank you so much, Jake. And I just also wanted to, to mention that um, what, what Bill just shared about, he actually wrote an amazing book around. So really encourage everyone to check that out. Can you give us just just give us a quick commercial on your book, Bill, before we let you go? Oh, thank you, Kathy. Yeah, it's just, it's about mindset. And it, it just happened that it was written, written during, during the pandemic. And it's about your choices on mindset. And it's, 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 you know, we can choose to be the victim of our circumstances, or we can survive. And we know the people that are surviving be like, hey, how you doing? Surviving, which means they're just wet, waiting for the storm to pass, or it's about thriving mindset. And, and that's where, you know, where it comes into go get that market share and be positive about what's happening um, for you, not to you, you know? So it's, it's, it's um, you know, nine chapters on that. And it's, uh, you know, kind of share a little bit of um, vulner vulnerable, deep 
raw stuff about how I, I got there. So thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Bill. I really appreciate it. Adopting that I get to, not I have to mindset. Huge, just a huge shift. So that's a John Gordon thing too. Love John Gordon. All right, Carrie, are you on? I am, ma'am. Thank you. Bring us home, uh, ma'am. You got it. Well, Pistol's going to bring us home, right? But I'm sure. just going to interrupt for a moment yes. and say, all those things that Jake was talking about in terms of getting uncomfortable and doing the work, we've been doing an August challenge called the Hour of Power. Uh, we have today, and Derek Goulet is going to run that session today for the August challenge, but then we are also coming back to finalize next week. And then guess what? Everybody that's been attending has liked it so much because of the accountability and doing the work that they said they want to continue doing it. So I just said, all right, I'm going to keep doing the hour power for the rest of the year for anybody who wants to participate in it. So just know you can still register, hang out with us weekly and do the work together. Iron sharpens iron. We're having fun. We're making calls. We're getting appointments. So friends show up to that. Also, William Dawes has three spots left for his total business blueprint that launches tomorrow. This is every template, every email, every script, his whole process that he hands over to you and helps you to create your own as you walk through six sessions. It's $4.95 for those six sessions. As I think Osby said a couple of weeks ago, hey, uh, mortgage business in a box for under 500 bucks is pretty phenomenal. Those are the two things I wanted to hit on today. Pistol, what you got for us, friend? <laughs> Jeez, there was a lot covered today, I'll tell you. And I, I, I'm running out of paper doing it. But uh, Katie was terrific again. And she gets up the day-to-day -day stuff. And she likes Tony Robbins. And she says if she's getting down or angry, she's got discipline and gratitude. And she makes gets back up fast, 90 seconds or best, because you can't waste time. And you got to know what you can do first and then be positive, and you can't grieve because grieve is a low state of mind. And what she likes to do is call her agents or other people and share with them uh, you know, how well they're doing, and guess what? It makes her feel good. So that's a big point. You can control life business and identify what you can control. Uh, and she's got her hours of power, uh, 9 through 11 on Monday through Thursday. and It's got that controlled. And uh, it tells people to build relationships and have a relationship and build a roadmap as you what you want to be like in life and where you want to be. And you got to always learn from what you've lost because it helps one go. And then my buddy Murph jumps on and he says, there's so many people dropping out of the business both realtors, a lot of LOs. So if you hang in there, next time it's explode, you're going to get a lot of deals. You know, you got to change your emotions. You got to control how you feel and you got to have gratitude. And he says, let's go out and get the deals because there's deals there and do it. And what's non-negotiable for him and he gets up and works out, he starts a day, he's got controllable thoughts, feelings, in his intention, calendar, and his disciplines. Uh, going back, he, he's having a great week, best week of the year, and he's got uh, pre-approval, credit polls, and everything, 
and he, like Katie does, has his call set up for Monday, Tuesday. I'm going to go to my eye appointment right now. Wednesday or Thursday. So he's doing a, a fantastic job. And what he said here, if I could find it, uh, he self-talks. And I think I do that so much. My wife always asks me, who am I talking to? Because I'm always doing, she gets, and I say, well, geez, I don't. He said, you got to self-examine yourself and you got to go back to the basics. Let's make open houses. And what he does, it makes it so easy for him because he calls the guy who's going to have an open house. He says, let me take a video for it. Is the guy going to say, no, I don't want to do that. Uh, I'll have to say uh, this was another fantastic call. And uh, there's so much for people to learn. And if there was 190 people on the call, I believe, uh, it'll be out for uh, a recording. Uh, everybody listen. You're going to gain a lot both in your business and personal life. Thank you, Pistol. Great job. Um, really quick, we actually have one more week for you. So TVD actually starts next week on the 8th. So you have a little bit of time to register. And then Carrie, if you wouldn't mind, tell us how does how do folks register for Our Power? And then they can go right out to the website and it is there to register right at fairwayignite.com. Sorry about that. I get a little, you know, excited about total business. Uh, I know you can't so, wait for it to start. Yeah, sure, one I know. more week. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Very good. So check out our website. That's where you uh, register for Hour of Power. Some really great stuff on there. Thank you so much for being here. Feel free to reach out to any of us any of any time. We're always very, very, very more than happy to help in whatever way we can. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Katie. And uh, thanks, everybody, for being here. Have a great rest of your week. Yeah.